Well, good afternoon, because it is the afternoon that we are recording this in my flat once again. Sunny Sundridge. Sunny Sundridge, and it is, it is actually sunny out there, though it was absolutely freezing this morning. Yeah. I wore long socks, knee socks, and my black boots. Yeah, it looks like you can go off to Bromley FC with those. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Anyway, it's hot, hot, hot in Sundridge, and we are also broadcasting on Channel Radio on Mondays at 10am. And we are sponsored by the good folk of Terra Firma Landscapes and Ian Wood Property, respectively. Thank you, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for that. It's wonderful to have you on board. Yes, and... Um, and I'm still looking forward to meeting... Um, I've just blanked. Yes. The gentleman from Terra Firma Landscape. Uh, that would be Luke Richard. That's it. Mm-hmm. Luke Richard. <laughs> yeah. well, uh, all I could see is his image. He has a good image. He does have a good yes. image. Yes. I was with him earlier today, in fact. I was Were at the you? Royal Parade in, uh, in Chislehurst, uh, having a bit of a, uh, a chat. And uh, he has a very, very well-branded truck, Terra Firma Landscapes, on it. And uh, at one point he was sitting in it and uh, somebody came up and asked him about, uh, do you do tree trimming? Yes, he does. And the conversation I had immediately afterwards, oh, ah, by the way, um, Darren Wheel of Intune PR, the reason I'll mention that in particular now will come in a minute, we're sorry, I practice, and... Zenat Narani of Vida de la Mariposa Coaching. Yes, and the reason I needed to say Intune PR then was because I was saying to Luke, if I could probably sit in Chiselhurst all day with a branded truck saying, I do PR, <laughs> nobody <laughs> would come up to me. That's absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. Actually, so he does um, tree trimming. Yes. Well, that's good to know, because actually my brother had asked me a couple of weeks ago if, because um, I knew somebody who did tree trimming, mm. but I knew him because he was married to a friend of mine. But now they're divorced, so obviously he's not a friend of mine anymore. <laughs> Collateral damage. And I don't know where he is anyway, so I said, no, I don't. But um, I was looking for a tree trimmer. Voila! Mm. Isn't it amazing to have contacts networking? Here we go again. Okay, I was going to change the tone of this as well by doing this. Oh, you were off somewhere. I was Bridge House Theatre in Penge. Yes. Went to see The Hound of the Baskervilles, uh, a terrific theatre show that uh, my wife and I greatly enjoyed. Um, it is wonderful. Yeah, the, the guy that played Sherlock Holmes was decently convincing. The Watson, a bearded gentleman, was marvellous. And the cast of incidental characters, including a very hacked-off um, person or two, or so it seemed. That was it. It was... Um, uh, a butler um, mm. type type of chap who went around being very miserable a lot, and he was a great character part. So, Hound of the Baskervilles, it's now touring around London and the South East in open air things. Uh, go and see it. But Bridge House Theatre, great venue. It is absolutely. We still need to get down there when it's the uh, bingo drag night. That's true. Yes. Yeah, we've been saying that for quite some time, and I think we need to put a date into the diary when it's up next. Yes, we'll drag ourselves down there. We will drag ourselves down there. By hook or by crook. Mm. I think I might <laughs> just do it a tiny bit and just wear some earrings. Well, you could go for the full outfit. No, I could do. I'm not feeling brave enough at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but you never know when the time comes. Mm. So, um, do you know what? It's been ages since I've been away. And I, my buzz is that I was away for a week. I actually mean I was away. So I got out of Bromley and I took myself all the way down to Devon, Bigbury on Sea, uh, with my sister and my niece and nephew. 
it was marvellous. It was so great to just get away and be somewhere where I didn't actually have proper internet connection. And it gave me that push to disconnect from work, from thinking, technology, social media, even the scrolling, even going swiping left and right mm-hmm. on the dating apps. <laughs> so I gave myself a break on that too. But it's, it's an absolutely beautiful location. Had the best time ever. Though I actually need a holiday after a holiday. Oh yeah, I've had that before. It's exhausting. I, do you know what? I put my hats off to people who have children. <laughs> I mean, I, I deal with children in schools from day to day. But my goodness, it was full on. But it was wonderful to spend quality time with my sister and the kids. And um, we did lots of things. Even though it was windy as give me an expression about windy windy as <laughs> the hurricane of dorothy or whatever the tornado yeah. of dorothy mm-hmm. i don't know but it was really really windy down there the sun came in and out but what was worse i got good practice in for my august swim with my sister mm-hmm. a late birthday present to go cold swimming yeah, that sounds like a bit of a double-edged sword present But it wasn't cold swimming. Yeah. It was freezing swimming. Ah. Absolutely freezing, even though I had my wetsuit on mm-hmm. and skins underneath that, I was still cold. Listeners will be relieved to hear that the goosebumps, goosebumps? goosebumps <laughs> have worn off. Well, just about. They weren't this morning. It was actually oh. freezing this morning. Oh, well, thank you, Bromley. Hence with the long socks and the boots I wore. Yeah, okay. But no, it was really lovely. Uh, we were there. And they, they just had this gorgeous island called Bigbury Island. Mm. That's the name. Across the mainland. We were in the mainland. And it was stunning because then you would have the sea from either side. When the tide would come in, it would just cross over. And then you'd either have to swim across or they have this one of those big... Um, tractors oh, yeah. massive wheels mm-hmm. that would take you from yep. island to island and that was wonderful and we did a lot of slate collecting mm. and we spent a lot of time you can't see here but um getting the slate and um i bought those special pens mm. that you can write on slate and stones and pebbles and glass and the kids loved it so and um, there's my little gift over there from one, uh, my niece it says i love you massive fagey Ah, oh, lovely. It's yeah, it was so wonderful. And it was a, it was a great thing. And then we went and saw, I uh, went to a farm, and that was absolutely wonderful. Went on some rides. It was great. Got to pet guinea pigs, mice, rabbits, and pigs. Mm. I've got a beautiful picture of me cuddling a pig. Well, they can be quite hairy. They are hairy, but they mm. were so cute. Like yes. Yeah, I agree. I do like a, a small pig. They are quite cute. And then I went away and I said to my sister, I can't believe I love eating cochinillo. Mm. Cochinillo is a Spanish baby pig dish. Oh, no. <laughs> Isn't it traumatising? <laughs> Retrospectively. But anyway, I didn't think about it too much. But that was my buzz that I had. The big berry buzz. The big berry buzz. Okay. Absolutely. What about you? You've had quite a few buzzes over the, since we last recorded our bus well this is true uh, but yesterday i went to crystal palace park mm-hmm. and to a place called the brown and green cafe uh, and that was because they had a uh, architecture london festival of architecture oh, nice. thing on 
which I got to see uh, the launch of and the uh, panel talking. Uh, and uh, I enjoyed something afterwards. That the the uh, the thing that has been built there as a temporary structure uh, is actually uh, effectively a sunblock. Um, and I've got an interview in a moment with the en engineer who created it, oh. um, which I'll come on to. But I was looking at a LinkedIn post from somebody I know from Bromley Council earlier, and she was saying that uh, it was fascinating to see the way that people are already relating to it, and it's already become football posts as far as some people are concerned, which is rather good. Um, now, one little thing ahead of this trailer as well, um, a little bit of mystery. Our guest, who's coming on in a moment, uh, was right about the cedar. Okay, so when you listen, mm -hmm. um, you want to understand what that is. But uh, lovely event, Brown and Green Cafe, and over to our guest. Right, I am uh, in Crystal Palace Park after the introduction of part of the London Festival of Architecture, and I'm with a gentleman called Steve. I'm going to ask to introduce himself and what the architectural piece, the engineering piece, as I'm sure he would prefer, is that is inside of us now. So you are. Thank you. Uh, I'm uh, Steve Webb from Webb Yates Engineers. So we're structural and MEP engineers based in London and Birmingham. Um, we're really interested um, uh, for, well, I mean, engineering, engineering and building design in general is responsible for a lot of global warming. We put up a lot of steel and concrete structures and, uh, you know, we're really part of the problem. And um, so we as a practice are really interested in finding ways of building more sustainable structures uh, particularly timber, and we work in stone quite a lot, we develop new ways of working in stone, and we try and find innovative angles on the way we build that might engender lower carbon and more social, uh, socially positive ways of building. And what you have here is a combination, I understand, of wood and weaving. So uh, what's it called? And uh, please So we called, it, we called it Craft Not Carbon, and the name came... Uh, from a project that we were working on with Ananya, who's uh, from Saar Architects in uh, um, Udaipur. We're designing a sunshade over a community, a very large community project building that he was designing in, in Udaipur. And um, it came off the back of our work in Dubai for the Dubai Expo. So in Dubai Expo, we designed all of the sunshading for the, for the, for the expo, huge number of big funnel-shaped aluminium trees that were keeping the sun off of the pass there. And um, I mean, I regretted slightly that they were aluminium, but we got the job, the Indian job, on the back of that one. And then Anya was saying we're going to build an aluminium uh, roof structure. Um, and we were discussing whether we can make it with timber. And he was saying, oh, there's termites in India. You know, the timber won't last for five minutes. Uh, what else can we do? And we were standing around talking about it. There's a weaver by the side of the road. And it's like, this, you know, this aluminium is going to cost 200,000 pounds. You know, how much does the weaver earn? You know, it's two thousand pounds a year the weaver earns. You know, so, so why don't we get the weaver to make a panel, and when it rots, he'll replace it. So we can employ the weaver for a hundred years, continuously maintaining and repairing the roof, um, rather than go for something which is highly industrialized, very high carbon, uh, but will stay there forever. So you know, your choices are: use a machine, make a high carbon product stick it up there and put someone out of a job or give somebody a job for a hundred years use a very low carbon product and come up with an aesthetic which is far more natural and, and humanistic i think so this is our kind of calculation for that project and this little pavilion um, here in crystal palace park is really an excerpt of that project to spark a discussion about our attitudes to risk and maintenance in the uk and uh, 
how we try and make everything last forever, but invariably nothing lasts forever. And, um, uh, you know, we have a high level of unemployment. You know, we have unemployment, you know, people are doing things that are unnecessary anyway. Why not weaving it or doing something else? So um, that's the kind of angle we're... Uh, <laughs> there are some lovely concepts being talked about in the forum just now. Uh, and another one was uh, graceful failure. Yes. That was a yeah. good one. Well, the, um, I mean, the... Um, so buildings very, very rarely fail. I mean, buildings hardly ever fall down. When a building falls down, you hear about it internationally, you know, because it's a major event, it's very unusual. And, um, uh, and building is responsible for a massive carbon footprint. So you think, well, you know, why are we making buildings too safe? You know, it sounds like a really perverse thing for an engineer to say, but the, the level of security, the durability, the uh, designing every building to withstand every single event, designing foundations to uh, resist every kind of ground movement, that's actually very expensive in carbon terms and economic terms. Uh, it would be, I think, more interesting or more socially beneficial to um, think about how a building might fail in some way. So in this case, um, if there's a hurricane on projects in India, the woven panels will just blow away and they'll put up new ones. Uh, if we made the panels fixed from something durable, the supporting armature would have to be four times as heavy to hold them up. So why put in four times more steel to resist a force of nature that might occur once every hundred years when you can employ a weaver or someone else to, to replace it? So it's saying, you know, we don't need to... Uh, uh, saying in the talk that um, you know, you see the pyramids, you see the pyramids at uh, Tikal and Guatemala, you know, Guatemala and places like that. You see all the stone architecture of those cities, but you see nothing of the surrounding city. All of those buildings are gone, you know, and that's because they put stone into their ceremonial high status buildings. But otherwise, they were living in more provisional um, structures, you know. So why would we try and make every building in our city a pyramid? You know, why don't we have one or two pyramids? And, and make buildings more temporal, Japanese, uh, lightweight, um, more temporary, more social, maintained. The ones that are loved will be looked after, the ones that are not loved will rot, and uh, nobody will care because this is a bit of wood. Well, I hope that some of what you're doing finds its ways outside of the parks and into the current urban and suburban spaces of Bromley. Great. Uh, yeah, I mean, the other, well, as I'm talking here, we. Um, uh, uh, brickwork mm. you know London particularly the durability question is really centered around all the new buildings being built with brickwork the carbon footprint of the bricks that are imported to the UK every year to build all of these brick buildings is about half of the output of a nuclear power station so building in brick has a huge carbon impact and this desire for bricks and mortar durability very bad for the environment and uh, this is a question for Bromley and all of London, in fact, you know, uh, why are we building with brick? Build, uh, and we stood outside Chris Dyson's beautiful cafe building here, which is clad in, I reckon, cedar shingles, uh, the kind of more temporary, uh, more temporary solution in the brickwork, much kinder to the environment, more social, and repeating myself. Well, you would go down very well in the greener, cleaner hub in the Glade <laughs> shopping centre in, uh, in Bromley. Uh, itself not a magnificent piece of environmentalism, I would suggest, but nevertheless, there is a, a, a real coterie of people around here who get this stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah. Great. Well, so it's thank such you for a pleasure. It's a real pleasure to be. I, I hadn't been to Crystal Palace before we had this project, and it's beautiful. Mm. And, uh, mm. Very happy to be here. I'll give you give you another tip. Thank Next you. time you're in Bromley, Penge murals Sainsbury's car park of all oh, places okay it's becoming world famous okay I'm Amazing. gonna go and have a look at that yeah thank you very much <laughs> thank you very much very kind so there we go uh, architecture coming to Bromley uh, and the better the architecture the better the lives the built environment that's the term isn't it, it? Is. I do love good architecture mm. I nearly studied that <coughs> oh yes I do, do they do record this yeah architecture but I ended up following the interior design at the time then mm. yeah Yes, you could have been putting up large buildings all over Dubai or something. Creating a stadia. Couldn't have been anywhere, yes. Yeah. So what else have you been enjoying lately? Well, it's not so much I've been enjoying, but I got some fabulous news, uh, actually last week, that, um, you know, I was having a, quite a bit of a down day, and then I opened up my email before I was leaving in the morning, and the, I received a beautiful email because I had applied to be a baton bearer and I am now going to be a baton bearer for the baton of hope which is one of the biggest UK initiatives ever to have happen uh, in hope to bring suicide down to zero and this has been founded by uh, Mike McCarthy and Steve Phillip so on the 6th of July I'm going to be holding that gorgeous gorgeous baton which if you connect with me on social media you will see it's absolutely stunning I'm not sure of the location yet I have requested Bromley because I am from Bromley and I would like to represent the London Borough of Bromley but um, it's coming through all the way from Scotland and making its way down to London Downing Street finally well, you have your weekly Mindset Matters show mm. on Friday mornings, 10.30am on Channel Radio. Yeah. And of and course Mondays. you've interviewed, and Monday, thank Repeat. you. <laughs> and you've um, interviewed both the founders on I there. Have, yes. So people can listen to that back on Spotify and other uh, sort of All good on the channels. Audibles. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And it's a wonderful thing. So I'm just, well, in the headspace of how can I make this a bigger thing? How can I fundraise around this? to help support those impacted by suicide. Because close to me, there have been. Yeah, you know the, the term heart people, which I only bumped into recently. You're, you're a heart person. Because we've already been doing the Let's Talk Better event that preceded mm. you going away as well. You know, encouraging better conversations that include outcomes like less suicide. Uh, and um, yeah, that, that was um, really good. I got to talk about it on the radio myself. Yes, you did. Yeah, because I went on BBC Radio London for Trains at 12-ish on Eddie Nestor's show. I've probably forgotten everything I spoke about. You're becoming about. quite a regular there. Yeah, I am. I go on every couple of months, which is lovely. Um, so I talked about Bromley's potholes and the chap who'd been putting ducks and uh, stairways to heaven and other assorted things in them to shame the council, which amused the heck out of me and a lot of other people. And I also talked about Let's Talk Better and something else that had come up. But it was actually in a quite a light-hearted way, despite the potholes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and, no, it was a good, no, it was good. It was good yeah. to hear on the radio. And speaking of Let's, let's Talk Better, uh, mm. we had our Let's Talk Better event, didn't we? On loneliness and connection on the 26th of May. Gosh, seems like ages ago, but it's only, it was only last week. Yeah, time flies when you're having cold um, bars in seawater. Yeah, and it was it was such a success. It was absolutely wonderful. You know, I want to say thank you so much to everyone who has been a part of this, shown their support 
to what we do and what we're trying to do in terms of having those better inspiring conversations, breaking down those stigmas and taboos and just creating a better community where people can go. And of course, a a few thanks will be to Community House for um, allowing us to, or enabling us to host our event there. Unfortunately, sad news on that part is they, they will be closing. The Community House is closing soon and they'll be moving elsewhere. And it's a real shame because that place really does do a lot for the community. And lots of events are held there, which was also the home of Casper, my chosen charity, wasn't it? Yeah, well, this is what I was going to say about the Baton of Hope, the heart person thing. So between us, we decided to support Casper through what we're doing. And I think we're heading for about £500 that we've raised from two events now. And at the same time, you're thinking about what to do about the Band of Hope. Dear me. The Band of Hope is obviously the live music version, which is going to go on Britain's Top Talent next year. There's an insider <laughs> thing. No, it's not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's great. And also, I want to say a huge thank you to everyone who donated for the raffle and the auction as well. Uh, you know, without you guys, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. Let's throw a couple of um, random names in here. Uh, Hale Electrical, that's one. Yep. Ianwood Property, that's another. Um, who else have we We've got? We've got Richard Cox, yeah. uh, Wealth Management. management. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Chandra Sharma of Elmcroft Business Services, Sarah Marsh Collins of Babel Monkey Digital Marketing, Shushma Ravel of Nanny Ma's Kitchen. Uh, we had Simi. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guman, I think it's called, her surname's pronounced, but she's um, the owner of Radfield Home Care. So she donated. We had uh, Mercedes Yearly mm. of Quest Soul Theatre, yep. who also did the mini workshop there. We had, uh, my goodness, there's so many. Oh, no, oh, you've Miguel done amazing. Rivera, this, this... Uh, telecoms, um, telecoms. Telecoms professional from something. Uh, Horsham. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's in Horsham, based there. We had, um, oh, it's just gone out my head. I said Shishma from Nanny Mouse Kitchen. You didn't did. I? did. There was one more. Oh, yeah. Mark Morton. Yes. His diaries, Journalize mm. UK. So he donated two lovely diaries, um, which are wonderful. So please do check them out. They're great diaries, mm. by the way. Then we had, who else did we have? Are you talking about donors of things or uh, yeah, people donators. at the event? Okay. No, donators. Oh, Loretta Wright from Life in Orpington magazine mm-hmm. and Bromley magazine. There you go. Yeah. I tell you what, if they put the generation game on, you know, the thing with the conveyor belt and yeah, things to remember, I'd win that. you'd do amazing. <laughs> yeah. But of course, yeah, you know, throw some names in. We had, uh, what was that lady, Tina? I can't remember her last name from Just uh, Be. Yes, Just Be, who um, are getting closer to their survival target of funds to raise mm-hmm. in June. Um, but um, Just Be, do check out their website and donate if you can. Local youth charity. Um, they need now to raise another £15,000 mm. by the end of the month to keep going. But at the start of it all, they needed to raise seventy-five, so they're doing stunningly wow. well. Wow, that's a huge um, yeah. jump up, isn't it? Well, we literally had the last two podcasts with um, people from there on there, so yeah. do check those out. Yeah, no, absolutely. Great. Um, oh, and I forgot to mention Dobbo, our musician guy. Oh yeah, and um, well, that he didn't donate, but he was there, and um, of course, I just want to give a huge shout out to Magpie Dance who performed yes at the event as well. That uh, they were absolutely fantastic. Every time they dance, I get goosebumps. 
yeah. without fail. It's incredible what they do. No, they're they're um, they're an inspiring bunch of people. They are. Yeah. And of course, uh, thank you to the new mayor of Bromley, Councillor Mike Potty. Yeah. So he came along, did a because he's also the champion of loneliness and connection, and that's what our theme was all about. Yeah. And um, I think another two shout outs would be to Champagne Restaurant mm -hmm. for providing the delicious finger food that we had there. And of course, Rianne's Cafe mm -hmm. provided the teas and coffees. And they actually used to run the cafeteria area in the community house for Casper. Mm. Yeah. It's a shame it's not making a comeback, but there you are. Or it, they, they, do have, they have set up the something United. similar elsewhere now. Yeah, United Reformed Church across the road. <coughs> so that's not so bad. Brilliant. Um, so, Penge Festival, that was another buzz of yours. Yes, I uh, went up to the Penge Festival fate um, just the other day. Again, like you say, a lot of things in a short time. Uh, and that was on what I can only describe as the field behind Sainsbury's in Penge. Uh, and had uh, its usual array, because I've started to go to more Penge events, uh, various stalls and people doing good things and... Uh, no, it was just a, a lovely thing. And of course I arrived when the dog show was going on. Oh, uh, the dogs in the park thing, is that? No, this, no. Was, this was a dog show within this event. Oh, right. Uh, but I, it was wonderful because they got the bit where a um, dog that can do the most extraordinary trick kind of thing. Oh. And so there's a lot of begging and assorted things like that going on. They probably had sweets dangling in front of them, little goodies. Yeah. Oh, and I also went into Revolution Records. Mm. which I really like, independent record store up there. Again, interviewed people from there in a previous episode as well. Uh, and they had some really nice T-shirts up, uh, Rock Chick T-shirts, that <laughs> I intend to buy one of one of these days. They're only 20 quid, which right. was good. Talking, talking of um, Rock Chicks, I saw one this morning. Uh, so a bit of a debut, really. Um, somebody talking about um, business at a business event in an ACDC T-shirt. I had to admire the style. Yeah, I could never wear T-shirts like that. Never was my style, though I admired them on other people. Mm. By the way, have you been into that record store in Orpington, the bottom end? I have, yes. Yeah, it's nice yeah, in there, nice isn't it? It's very there, petite right? and small mm. and quirky, but it's nice. Very vinyl. It's yes, not very, name, very, it's very vinyl, vinyl indeed. Yeah. Um, there was something else I was going to say. It's yes, you have another buzz or two, I hope. I did, yes, but I think one of them's actually gone out of my head. Oh, yes, what... Um, I, on Monday, gone actually, mm. I was um, invited to Jackie Groundsell's 1230 TWC oh, yes. uh, Women's Business Love the Beat Radio, I think they called it. Yes. It was also quite melody. In Penge, mm. yes. So I went um, along and uh, had a lovely chat with uh, uh, Jackie Groundsell, and then there were three other ladies from the menopause group that she runs. We are, one of them was Fiona, Pam, and if I'm not mistaken, Elsa or Lise. Mm -hmm. uh, really lovely chatting to them. It was wonderful. So it was good to be there and uh, just chat away and share some wisdom. Well, I get involved be, in menopause. I wouldn't be surprised if um, you end up involving <laughs> them in some way in the Let's Talk Better one day because it is one of those... It's a topic area. Yeah, taboo topics, although it's less so now because um, some famous people have been talking about it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Do you want to hear something funny? Go on. Right. It just made me really giggle and uh, you know I think about how adorable children are and um, when I was in Devon with my nephew I'd, we'd just come out of the pool and I was in my bikini just um, getting my um, 
skins off and all of that. Not my actual skins, by the way. It's the skins for diving or swimming in, if people don't know I'm what sure they are. I'm sure it's a technical term. <laughs> the skins, and I was rinsing out in the, in the sink. And uh, Nicholas comes up to me from behind and he goes, Massophagy. So Massophagy means auntie, by the way. Mm. And he goes, you've got sleepy eyes. And I went, excuse me? He goes, you've got sleepy eyes. And I was looking in the mirror going, I've got sleepy eyes. I looked at my sister and I was like, what's he talking about? I've got sleepy eyes. And then he's, he's looking at my back. And, of course, I have put on a lot of weight. Yes, I have put on a lot of weight. Anyway, um... I said, oh, you talk about the bruises on my back because I've got a few bruises mm. on my back which have been permanent from skating. They don't seem to disappear. But anyway, I said, oh, you talk about the bruises. He goes, no, 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 no. And then he pointed and he goes, the sleepy eyes, and he touched my back. You know where you get the rolls of fat at the back? <laughs> no, of course I don't. I'm, I'm an Adonis-like figure that wouldn't recognise anything like that. Yes, Lose you're gray. very hunky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just pointing and he's going, no, sleepy eyes and I just looked at me and my sister just cracked up laughing we didn't in fact we were gobsmacked mm. we didn't know what to say and I was like that's quite a sweet way of I, telling I wonder, me I'm fat I wonder I wonder, <laughs> I wonder and equally horrifyingly if this is actually a childish conversion of the word cellulite no I didn't have any cellulite there it was just a flab of fat a flab <laughs> that looks like sleepy eyes Oh, dear me. Kids' imaginations, though, isn't it wonderful how their minds work? And you know, we should allow that mind to flourish. But luckily, I'm the aunt, so I didn't take it to heart. Imagine if it'd been somebody else. Yeah. Mm. Although, actually, all right. This this show, I like to do. We like to do an authentic podcast, so that stuff isn't getting edited out. Absolutely not. Uh, and, and, and and again, body image. Yeah. Another, another another taboo thing. Um, Absolutely. You know, I think in the light of the fact we've been talking about suicide earlier on, mm. being around to have fat and not let anything and anyone uh, and the, the mores of society get to you in that mm. way is rather a, a lovely and important thing. Uh, talking of lovely and important things, do you have an affirmation for us? I do indeed. My affirmation is, as I sleep, the universe is working to support me in manifesting the life I have asked for, a powerful law of attraction affirmation. All right, that's it. I'm going to go sleeping 24-7 from now on for at least three weeks. That should do the trick. It's quite a deep one. I'll just borrow a coma and use that instead. While you're sleeping, you know, Mm. the universe is working in wonderful, magical, miracle ways. And it's how we manifest in those and ask for those powerful things yeah well there's a lot of work in this area which is why you should wander off listener and get into the multiple episodes 100 and how many now of mindset matters we're at 118 19 i think it is we're catching you 113 i know well i've been naughty because my last two i didn't record because i was away Mm. that's why but you repeated but it repeated so, yeah. I mean, if we count repeated ones, I'm probably well in the 30s, 40s, 130, 140. Okay, a bit more catching up to do if you take A bit more, measure. if we're talking about repeated ones. Yeah. But, as I said, you know, my Friday sh- shows are live most of the time, unless uh, something important comes up. But they get repeated, those shows get repeated on Monday. 
Ah, actually, affirmations are supposed to be does. repeated. I'm, I'm thinking about starting doing this myself more now. So, um, you know, you meant to say, do things like say things ten times over, for example. Mm. So, because your show is repeating, you've got an affirmation. It's kind of self-repeating already. Well, there you go. Yeah. Right. Got I... your smart. Too smart for your own boots. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure it's... Um, Anything other than me waffling, so I'm going to move away from the Right, waffling. let's go on to the news. Come on, yes. let's find out what's the news. Only a little bit news. of news this week. Lots yeah. of event stuff, though. Uh, let's come so, into the summer. Yeah, I, I think probably need you to interrupt me with some of this, because otherwise I'll be talking forever. Um, but I'm going to do this bit of news backwards, because if I read it the way around it uh, started, it finishes with a sen- part of a sentence and looks like it's rotting away. And we're a positivity podcast, so I'm going to start with the other end of the sentence. Uh, and uh, talk about South London locals have welcomed improvements, says the new shopper, for the National Sports Centre in Crystal Palace. Um, yes, the, they said that the space is currently a joke and looks like it's rotting away, but the point is it will be less so, or indeed turn good as a result. So that can be looked forward to, as will, when, once I've written it, the next thrilling instalment of the Bromley Buzz uh, column in the County Chronicle magazine. Yes. And we had one published only the other day, uh, which you can pick up in double Biggin pages, Hill. wasn't it? It was, yeah. I, yeah, I need my copy still. You do, but I, I made a boo boo on that one because I didn't get a picture of you in it. <gasps> so I'm left to have you all over the next one. Right, that's it, you're fired. Again. Again. Yeah. Right. You must be a cat with seven lives. (laughs) (laughs) I've got more times to go. Right, I'm going to whip through, and I'm going to get whipped if I don't uh, get pictures of Zena or more quite clearly, uh, some events that are coming up. So, 8th to 10th of June, which on the cusp of this, Amy's View at the Matchbox Theatre in West Wickham. Uh, Also, 10th of June, Chislehurst Rotary Coronation Summer Fair, 10 to 4, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., Chislehurst Common. 11th of June. Uh, Mia, Mia's, it's a charity. Mia's Perfect Dog Day, hmm. where you can uh, dress up your dog in the charity colours of pink, purple, and red uh, for a fun treasure hunt in the woods. Uh, and this is in Chislehurst again, recreation ground, uh, between 10.30 and 12.30. Um, and yeah, so go along and support a charity, but you don't need to book. Uh, so that's really good. Uh, what else have we got? Tour to Penge. I met the cyclists of Penge, a very cheerful group, at the um, the fete. Uh, that's on the 11th of June, and uh, lots of people, including children, can join in. Um, yeah, would you like to read some of the other ones? Go, going weirdly up the page and avoiding the words more there, which have been stolen more, from the more. website and tickets here. Where's more? I have, oh, yes, I yeah, can see. Yeah, have, you, have you done the Pride in the Picnic Park? Uh, no, I haven't. No, I've, I've got, I've, uh, from there on up, it's all yours. All right. Because um, you're bouncing around like a, a bouncy ball. A summer bouncer ball. Hmm. Those blow ones. Uh, those blow ones. That didn't sound <laughs> right at all. <laughs> well, just, just while you recompose yourself, of course, one of the the um, prizes at the Let's Talk Better was indeed a Westcombe Park Rugby Football Club awesome. signed rugby ball, um, courtesy of Inwood Property. Right, yes, carry on. Absolutely. So here we go. On the 24th, we have uh, Pride in the Park Picnic in Cater Park, that's from 12 to 4 p.m. And uh, yeah, just go over to the websites. The, you know, the event will then be ha- taken on to, to, the event will be taken on to the Bridge House Theatre for high camp fun and games, as in G-A-Y-M-E-S. See, I got it. I'm Didn't very just tempted read to it. go to that, actually. That sounds um, fun. And that's 8 from 8 p.m. 
Mm. So that's, look, that looks really, really good. I'd like to go to that actually as well. Oh, cool. Maybe we can make it a date. That'd be lovely. Great. Then the 1st to the 30th of June, as we know, Darren was talking about the London Festival of Architecture is happening. And uh, is there a website where they can find out more or they just Google it? Um, they'll find the website via Googling it. And if you actually do go around Crystal Palace, sort of Penji area, there's quite a few flyers and leaflets in places as well. Brilliant. So it's a big deal. So um, before I go on to that one, um, mm. Ziggy Stardust Family Fun Day is oh, happening. Back. Yep. It just only seems like we were there yesterday. Mm. Saturday, the 1st of July, Beckenham Green from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And it's free! Free, brilliant. So there's lots going on with family fun uh, activities, celebration David Bowie's iconic character. Uh, yeah, it's just, it, it's a lovely day out. Lots of singing, local schools, crafts, art, activities, etc., etc. Mm. Right. Uh, Chelsfield Village Fair is on on the 8th of July, and along with uh, a decade of dance on the same day by Beckenham Ballet Academy at the Churchill Theatre. I want to go and see that too. Mm. Both of those. Episode 108. Yes, that's where... Um, uh, at the Chelsfield uh, Fair you had someone. Chelsfield in. Village Fair, we had talked about it in that. Yeah. That's yeah. happening. Mm -hmm. And then finally, unless you've got any more there, uh, 23rd of July, West End at Life Cafe, SE20. Would yes, you want to expand on that one? Because I've kind of said it, but I'm not sure... Yeah, um, there is an, I'll call him an impresario, a, prom a promoter, producer, who works with people who appear in West End shows, musicals, that kind of thing. Oh, okay. Uh, and it appears um, that they have an array of talent uh, performing there and then on that occasion. And I saw a poster the other day, which I must put the picture up of on our Instagram, so I will do. So that's um, all sort of artistic talent? Yeah. that's going to be yeah. there well if I get a chance I might I'll turn the phone off I can I could look it up but yeah it's just nice to see more arts coming to different places like the Life Cafe and uh, you know the Bridge House Theatre Bromley Little Theatre uh, the Matchbox Theatre um, you know even I remember now um, Croft Croft Tea Room in Orpington Mm. Uh, you know, they've got um, some artistic events coming up. They had poets in there during the Orpington Literary Festival, and I'm pretty sure they've got some kind of war games club oh, appearing lovely. in their Warhammer or something like that. that they were telling me a while ago. Um, by the way, there is one more, uh, and okay. uh, as you're on the events, um, there you go. Oh, the 10th of September. There we go. Pause mm. in the park. Woof woof at Cater Park, which was terrific last year. Yeah, I want uh, to go there. to that one this time because I okay. didn't. I did manage to see the last one. Unfortunately. Yeah, no more swiping right for you. I'm going to be dating you twice. You are, ah. yeah. Um, you were speaking about, obviously, yes. we're talking about events and all of this, and I just wanted to mention, because at our LTB event, mm. the Let's Talk Better, uh, Helena Carol Jenkins, who's the um, Prince Bromley Principal Loneliness Champion, she reminded us that within the London Borough of Bromley, there is so much happening. There's also so much support, and they have the website simply connect mm. which is you know go on there because you'll find lots of information lots of workshops webinars events going who to contact it's as she put it it's like the digital yellow pages mm. and it's wonderful it's absolutely wonderful mm. so i just wanted to add that because a lot goes on on that website as well and of course our bromley buzz if you go to our website 
Yeah, um, you'll find most, if not all, of those events and others being added fairly regularly. Yeah. In fact, one is going to be added because I didn't know Ziggy Stardust was on until I sat down with you. There you go. You can yeah, have that okay. Oh, better still, I was going to ask. Uh, oh, actually, there's yes? something else going on. Because um, when I was at the radio station, uh, Love the Beat Radio, mm-hmm. on the 14th of August, I know this is way ahead, but 14th of August, Seaside. So if you go to Jackie's website, 1230 TW Businesswoman, I think it's mm. called, any Jackie Groundsell, there's a lady called Kat who has a B&B up there mm-hmm. with the, Dave, I think it's David Bowie bathroom and everything. So it's oh, all, I think that's out of area. I think that one's down in like Margate area. or somewhere. Somewhere but, there, but, but that's but a yeah, seaside event. But yeah, she's involved in these things. But yeah. these are people mm-hmm. who are going from our borough yeah. out to the seaside. So oh, there's okay. a day event out there. Do you think you could go and do a bit of David Bowie cold swimming on the same occasion? I think I could. Yeah. It's not on the day of my take cold your, swimming. Take your skins. <laughs> I will definitely take my skin mm. and my wetsuit. Excellent. There we go. So I think that's that's everything. Yeah, should we attempt to buzz out to the tune of We're All Going on Summer Holiday by Cliff let's Richard do that. and the Shadows, I think it was, or just uh, Cliff Richard. I think it was Cliff Richard on it. Yeah. Yeah, let's go for it. All right. On the count of three. One, a two, a three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get in time tune. at all there, yeah. <laughs> tune was probably the same, but the but we, time I was off. We started at different times, but that's okay. We'll get back into practice. Indeed. We and, need to be uh, buzzing more. Yes, and uh, of course, we also need to say, uh, this was Darren Wheel of Intune PR with Zenat Narani of Vida de la Mariposa Coaching. Until next time. Adios.